that case, then we are going. <clears throat> we are live. That's what they say. All right. So um, let's see. The mind. The brain. That is what the people wanted. And that is what we will. The people have spoken and we have listened. Not really. We just said we'd do it last time. Yeah. We are the people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Pretty much. Um. All right. So, yeah. The mind. Crazy, bro. We all have one. <laughs> okay. Mine. You know. Most of us. Yeah. Well, that's what that was my second uh, statement. Like, do we all use them? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Now, well, are we, are we going to go into the mind physically or mentally? On an existential level mm. is what I want to get to. Because physically, it's a blob of meat that, uh, you know, that puts electric electromagnetic connections from one side to the other of, you know, that said blob of meat. A lot of blood is required. True. But, oh. yeah. Yeah, well, I think so. Does the brain float on like blood, or is it like a, a, a different fluid? No blood, but um, man, I took anatomy. Did you? One and two. I did not. I didn't do that great. <laughs> I mean, I, I did whatever, but they weren't very in depth. If I'm not mistaken, does the brain only have the? Well, I think it's called the blood-brain barrier, so that would make sense. Um. So the the like the blood that goes to the brain, very very uh, very very filtered out. I guess you could say. Really, and there's certain things that do get past, like certain drugs, which is why a lot of these psychotic drugs. Oh. They mess you up, because they got they can get past the the barrier. I gotcha. So okay, I mean for the record, we're we're about to go on in depth about the brain and how it works and the crazy things that that it can do and and cannot do. We uh we have no idea what we're talking about. But Wikipedia, on the other hand, they also mm. tend to have no idea. But yep. you know, it, we're gonna say something, and at least fifty percent of what we say will be true. You know, and uh, yeah. So let's let's run it. What do you uh you bring anything to the table here? Well, I just looked it up to be positive. <laughs> okay, I know there's a lot of uh nursing students out there that would probably kill me if I said They'd something be wrong about it. Um, but yeah, it is called the blood-brain barrier. Boom. The BBB. That's one point for you. Highly selective semi-permeable border of endothelial oh. cells that prevent solutes in the circulating blood. Oh, it's the endothelial yes, cells, exactly, bro. Of course. Exactly. Yeah, I knew that. Basically, it it, it stops so, like solvents and stuff or solutes from getting into the, uh, the nervous system in the brain. Because that would, I'm guessing, be a negative thing. Depends what you're trying to get in there. <laughs> right, right. I got you. Yeah, yeah, it could be very positive, I guess, um, for some people. <clears throat> so yeah, um, the brain. The brain. I'm yeah. more. I'm more intrigued about the function of the brain rather than the, the physical aspect. Yeah, and no, I don't care about what blood goes in or doesn't go in. I want to like. I want to get into the the things that occur because of it or through it or in it. The mind, that, the power of yeah, the mind. Whether it's whether it's like, I mean, hallucination, something that simple, it can bring you into a crazy world, or different, uh, like stimulus that that we get that make us think of things differently, or fear. You know, fear is something crazy. If you think about fear, it's like it it can completely control your body, but it's it doesn't exist. Fear is not real. Right. Fear is not a thing. Right. Fear can take the place or the shape of a thing. If I'm afraid of, I don't know, clowns or or people or I don't know. Well, if I'm not mistaken, I believe. We're only born with like two fears. Okay, what would those be? One of them, if I'm not wrong, is water, or maybe not really? water. Really, 
Maybe it's heights. That that would make sense. Right, because we're babies. And the other one. Hmm. I'm going to have to look that up. <laughs> okay, I got gotcha. you. Um, but yeah, fear is something crazy. Uh, fear is something really, really insane because, you know, when you can, when you learn how to control your fear, you know, it becomes really just great because once you, I guess, figure out, mm. sorry, me. sorry to like, cut you off. No, you're good. Falling. So heights, whatever. And loud sounds. Okay. Which would make sense, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. So the, absolutely. Those are the only fears we are born with. Everything else we learn. I figured we would be more. Okay. Well, yeah, I, I was going to say, I figured we'd be mo- born with more fears. Just because fear is a way of survival. Mm-hmm. But no, it absolutely makes sense that we learn them because not everybody is, is in the same place and the same. They're not taking in the same stimulus. You know, you might yeah. have to be afraid of a bobcat because that's what's around you. I might have to be afraid of a lion. You right. know, I might look at a bobcat and be like, oh, look, a little kitten. Um, and you might look at it and be like, oh, that's going to kill me. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, fear is fear is super interesting because like we can all control it. And uh, but at the same time. We, when we can't, it can completely like break us. Right. You can get paralyzed by fear. You can, yeah. You know, and and at the same time, you could be you can you, you can have a phobia, which by definition is like an irrational fear, um, to the craziest things, like things that don't even make sense. Like uh, tr- what is it? There's a trip uh trichodecophobia or tryptodecophobia, something like that. I'm not sure if you've heard of it. Mm-mm. It's the fear of large words. You know, I remember Miss Hall, my uh, ironic. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, exactly. Miss Hall, my English teacher, she always brought that up because of how ironic it was. Mm-hmm. It's a word that I couldn't even remember. Trypodecrophobia, triskodecophobia, something like that. It's a long word. Yeah. But it's for the fear of long words. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and that's a legit fear. And it's a phobia that could really mess you up. There's another one, uh, tryptophobia, um, which is the one where you're like afraid of just holes. Is that trypto- oh. trypophobia? What is it? I know what you're talking about. I'm just not sure got this bro got this um yeah i remember american horror story yeah oh that, that what chick, is it colt colt yeah they really went on number it is but yeah i remember she would see things and just anything with little holes in it freak her out honeycombs or is bee combs yeah right. yeah all of that yeah um yeah bro phobias fear things like that it, it's crazy how i mean it's all obviously it's all mental it's kind of hard to wrap your head around it but um trypophobia trypophobia is that what it's called yeah holes um but yeah dude we um, we just let things like control us and a lot of the things that just don't they they pose no rear no real threat no threat at all arachnophobia yeah the majority of spiders (laughs) will not kill you no there's nothing and even if they could like they're tiny you can step on them in a second even tarantulas Mm -hmm. the you know 90 percent of tarantulas you can get bit by them it's like a bee sting Right. Yeah. They're not gonna kill you. Um, same thing with snake snakes. I mean, unless it's a venomous snake. Yeah. But ninety percent of snakes aren't gonna kill you. They won't. You know, they can't. Even, they can't. Like, they won't strangle you. Yeah. You know, um, a lot of things that just subconsciously. Well, they yeah. They they hold no real physical power, but we give them so much power mentally that like we put them up on such a pedestal where they control our lives. You know, and it's crazy. I, I've always I've been so intrigued by fear. Because it's, it's, if you think about it, it's one of the most, if you were able to, right. like easy to take care of things ever because there's nothing physical and real behind it. Even mm-hmm. when something is dangerous, you're still in control of that something. Say you're afraid of, of a big old lion or something or a bear, right? And that is dangerous and it's okay. It's, you know, it makes sense that you're afraid of it. 
But like people can get, get paralyzed by it when all you need to do is either walk away or not mess with it. Yeah. There's no need for fear. Respect is one thing, but there's no re- need for fear. Right. And then there's like the irrational fears like of like clowns, you know, right. and that's a big one. And that I was going to talk about the uncanny valley. Have you heard about the uncanny valley? I have not. So like there's this space in your brain called the uncanny valley. Like you a physical space? <laughs> or is that it, it, okay no it, it's like it's a metaphor it's a it's a, mm, it's, a yes, it's like okay. a mental state rather right it's no there's no real or there might be there definitely is where you can map it as it activates in your brain but mm. like it's not like a space space mm. you get me so and what it is is when you have something that is so close and it, and it has to do 100 percent with human features right and that's where clowns come in when you have something that is it looks exactly or, or it looks very close to a human but there's something just tiny something very small very slight you might not even really notice is that's different about it that is not quite human although it looks fully human it's not quite human mm-hmm. right it's uncanny it brings the brain into this this level of it, it doesn't start off as fear it starts off as confusion and then the lack of understanding that your brain has for that whatever it may be brings you into the, a state of fear and that's why people are so afraid of clowns because they look so much like a face Right. But they're not a face because they're makeup. And then if you add scary makeup to that, it's even worse because you add the f- actual fear to the uncanny valley. So like the uncanny valley is like this, this state of mind where like people get uh, where they look at something like an AI robot. You ever seen those really, really good AI robots that are yeah. like almost 100 percent spot on, but they're not quite spot on. Right. And you and I might look at it and it's like, well, wow, that's kind of cool. And it might be kind of creepy, but some people look at it and if they fall into that uncanny valley, it could be straight up like paralytical, like it'll paralyze them of fear. Right. Because like their brain can't process the fact that is it a human or is it not? I know that if it's not, I need to be afraid of it. I know that if it is, I don't. I'm somewhere in the middle and I don't know what to do. That's where the brain kind of, and I'm super like just amazed and intrigued by the uncanny valley because it's like how can something so simple like makeup or something that you know is fake um, tr- just put us in such a spot? And people are people that fall into this, you know, once again theoretical valley. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to get them out. They can go into like full-on episodes of fear, like a coma type of thing. Yeah, crazy, crazy, crazy. Very, very strange. Uncanny Valley, bro. Um, I don't think I have any fears. I got. You know, I don't. I don't. I'm not like really scared of anything. <clears throat> like, yeah. You know, I don't have like an irrational fear of anything. Yeah. At least that I've run, like I've encountered. Yeah, I I feel the same, and you know, because obviously, you know, if, if a if a bear was to bust in this room, we'd probably freak out. But that's once again, it's a, it's a more respect. It's, we know the bear is dangerous and we're going right. to get out of the situation or do whatever we need to do. Mm-hmm. But I think what we refer to, we don't have any phobias, right? Right. We don't have anything that's going to paralyze us on the spot. And, and especially that doesn't, that wouldn't really make sense to us. Right. Right. So it's interesting to be in somebody's mind that does have one of those, you know, types of phobias. I would love to have a guest on that has something that is really paralyzing and it really, you know, people go to therapy for this and it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, dude, the mind is the mind is crazy. At the same time, it's like it's not that powerful. But at the same time, it, like it can trick yeah. itself. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the fact that things like dreams, right, and nightmares, right, like they get so realistic yeah, to the point where fully engulfed in them. Right, and you know, you wake up from a nightmare, you know, a heart's pumping, you're sweating, and it's all in your head, right. The brain is crazy, man. The brain is crazy. Uh, my uncle, when we were driving back, or, or I told I told you on the last podcast, mm-hmm. um, how you know he woke up after sleeping for hours, um, and he was like, "Oh, where are we?" And I was like, "In Tampa." 
and he fully believed it. But we were, what, six hours away from Tampa? We were leaving Georgia, right? Yeah. Um, and he, he looked at me, and, you know, after we saw that we were leaving Georgia, obviously I knew I was driving. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, bro, like, I believed you because it was a second for me. It was one millisecond. I fell asleep and I just woke up right now and nothing. And it's crazy to think about that. Six hours went by in the time that he was asleep, but his brain made it so that it it felt like one second. Boom. So when I told him that we were in Tampa, he 100% believed me because there was nothing nothing to say otherwise. Was he your your co-pilot? He was my co-pilot, correct. Well, you know, sucks as a co-pilot. It's we've we've been to Tennessee uh, twice together and he's been my co-pilot. I've been his co-pilot. I never fall asleep. I can't. Well, you've been on road trips with me. I can't physically fall asleep on a road trip. It just doesn't right. My brain doesn't allow me to. Um, I have single-handedly seen you <laughs> fall asleep coming back from the Keys. Well, this is true. But that was one time. Because we, we were, uh, we were jet skiing day. all day. Yeah, yeah, it was a long day. But, like, on a normal situation where I'm not tired, I just, I'd rather not. True. And, I, and I don't. Um, I'm he, the same. He, he on the, no, you're not the same. <laughs> you're quite the opposite of, of the same. You're exactly like him. The second he is not on the wheel, he's dead. That that's the one thing, um, anyone that knows me, on a rather closer personal level, knows that I just, I have no issue sleeping. Yeah, right? you don't. You you, you have, have issues no, staying awake. I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have issues staying awake, right? Um, and it's just like once it hits me, you know, like that the drowsiness. That's it. There's nothing that can stop me from falling asleep, right? And we were coming back from the uh, the Keys, right? My sister was knocked out. This was <coughs> on Sunday. And um, I think we were in traffic for like four four hours, five hours coming back, right? Wow, okay. Dude, and I could not could not stay awake, right? And I was I was singing Christmas songs. <laughs> I was eating pretzels. Because you were driving? I was driving. Oh, yeah. that's I horrible. was pulling the jet ski. hate that. Um, dude, and it's just like, and I was just sitting there, right, thinking to myself, like, Dude, I cannot fall asleep. Yeah. But there's just it's just my mind. Like I don't yeah. I don't get how I can't snap myself out of that. Yeah. Right? And I, I this is, I'm gonna bring you into this the the concept of your subconscious mind. Mm. Right? You have free will, right? Correct. But you're not in complete control. Elaborate. Alright. Let's see. Let's say you you're eating ice cream, right? Alright. Can you just like snap your fingers and say, "I don't like ice cream anymore"? Oh, I see. Okay, I see what you're saying. So you can't. Like, Can there's I? just things that you're just, you know, or right. something that you don't like, and just be like, "No, I I like it now." Wow. You can't. Right. Okay. Um, and ninety percent of everything we do all day is just automatic. It de- it's decided by something else. Right. Wow. And I was, I'm gonna bring in, let, let's let's take it into a deeper level. I'm right. about to drown. Right. <laughs> Growing up, our parents. Okay. Their video games. Their video games. Right. Gotcha. Well, my dad's kind of young. But let's say my like parents. older parents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was the most violent you saw in a video game? A block hitting another block. Right. Yeah. Mario yeah. and Luigi stepping on a turtle. Well, that was even sooner. But like back in the day, it was like, uh, what is it? Uh, um, uh, Starship or whatever. It was just shooting yeah, a little yeah. block. Yeah. So. Now imagine. Now compare how violent they were. Right. Right. To how violent we are nowadays. Correct. And we grew up with God of War, yeah, Call God, of Duty. Okay. Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. We were we were shooting prostitutes for fun. Exactly. Yeah, okay. So it's uh <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, uh it it's it sits in your subconscious mind. Gotcha. Right. And you just become 
uh, desensitized, desensitized yeah, yeah to certain things and uh yeah i think that's why we all have so much like such messed up humor <laughs> right and we yeah. laugh at the stupidest things yeah if you if you go <clears throat> through like memes and stuff our modern day memes and like spongebob memes dude no adult gets it absolutely not Be like dude look at look at spongebob as a caveman and they're like, like what what, <laughs> what is it yeah i get you, know? you. and it's it's just we grew up with it so it just sits in our you know in our subconscious it's a it's a it's a dark place in there. I wanna I wanna dive into it. I think our subconscious looks exactly like SpongeBob when he was trying to remember <laughs> that person's name. Whenever he was a waiter, and, and they were uh, they were yeah. going through the files. Yeah, in there. exactly. Wow. That's what I think our subconscious is. Brother, I think our subconscious just a, it's a void. Because like, well, you, you just opened my eyes even further to what I already like. You confirmed what I already thought, right? And you further educated me on it. Um, it's like dangerous. It's not physically, but if you think about it, it's crazy how little control we have because the things that we do control consciously really, it's such a small thing because everything else is decided subconsciously in mm-hmm. a way that we don't, you know, breathing, for example, right. breathing is what decides if we live or die mm-hmm. and we do not choose to breathe. We just breathe. So if our subconscious one day says, you're done, <laughs> we're going to stop breathing and we're going to drop dead. And we have no control over that. Yeah. Obviously, you know, probably not going to happen. Right. But in theory, it could. Yeah. Because there's something else that is not us controlling us. It's just like, it's like, it's a battle between ourselves. Right. Uh, what are you saying? Like between our conscience and our subconscious? I don't know. I don't know what to, I don't <laughs> know what to pinpoint it on. Okay. But, um. Just like, uh, like drugs, right? Gotcha. People that want, you know, people that are addicted, they want to stop. But they can't. They can't just stop, you know. I got gotcha. you. And it's it's a fight against yourself, and I would not even like drugs, but like eating food, sugars. You know, people that want to lose weight and they want to stop eating, they can't. And and like if you break it down to a science, all those things they act the same way on the brain. Yeah. yeah, yeah Whether yeah. you're doing, you know, coke, or you're drinking coke. Yeah. Or, you know, you're watching porn or something. Mm-hmm. It all acts the same way on yeah. your brain, right? And it's you're basically going through the same way, like the same thing that any anyone else is addicted to anything. Gotcha. It's trying to stop. Now, let me ask you this, right? Not not everybody suffers from this or deals with this, right? I think I do. Um, I think a lot of people do. When I see something negative, right, that happens in my life, whatever it may be, uh, I don't know, I don't want to put a a pin on it, but a negative, uh, something negative that happens in my life, right? And I start to move forward with it. And my life, whatever, whatever happened, I got to move forward, right? Right. I tend to just continue to think about it. I don't have to. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, not thinking about it is going to be a lot better for me, but something just forces me to continue to dwell on the issue. Even if the issue has already been resolved or is out of my control completely, Right. Right. I continue to go on it and go on it and go on it when I should have full power to uh, to to just stop. Right. But I can't, you know, and it takes me personally and I know other people deal with this, but it takes me personally ages to be able to just get over an issue that is already solved and and closed. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's like, but I should have done this or I could have done that. And like, no, it doesn't matter where you should have and could have done. It's done. Right. We should. I should be able to just continue moving forward. But something in my brain continues to bring it up and it's not me per se because i don't want it to come up because Mm -hmm. it affects me right so what is it bro 
my subconscious is something. There's a little mini William back there. Oh yeah, just just coming at me. He's got the pitchfork and the and the little you know devil horns, and he's right. coming at me, bringing it back and bringing it back, bro. Constant internal battle that we don't even realize, bro. Yeah. No, I mean, um, we could take this conversation oh so many different the ways, depths, bro. right? Um, spiritually, yeah. Oh, dude, and all day, you know, um, you know, spiritual warfare that just mm-hmm. happens in our brain. But um, I mean, just the brain, the mind—it's a crazy thing. We could, we could let's let's compare it to like a computer, right? You all and right. me could sit down and reverse engineer a computer, right? Absolutely. We we break <laughs> everything down. We see how everything's connected. We see what materials it's made out of. We put it all together. Boom. But we have no idea how it actually works. <laughs> yeah, dude. Right? And uh, the brain is like, we know how the brain, like, sends signals and neurons and, yeah. you know, the dark no matter, the gray goes. matter, yeah. uh, you know, all the the nodes, the nods, you know, everything about the brain. You know, we, we've studied it, you know, and we still don't know everything because we're still figuring out different things all the time. Well, we, we can't then, figure out consciousness. On yeah. a strictly non-spiritual level, and even on a like, even if you you're spiritual, because you know you got your soul, whatever, but actual consciousness, right? We can't figure it out. It just doesn't. What? There's just certain things, um, that I just think we can't. We just don't have the capacity we to don't. figure out. We absolutely don't. You know, um, whether it be like spiritually, we're not allowed to go that past, or just yeah. our brains are just not apt to like no, think about things not, like that. You can't, so like, I don't think you can, you can figure out what, okay. I don't think you can figure out what allows you to figure out. Right. I don't know. Do you yeah. get what I'm saying? Like, I don't think you can, you can, yeah, exactly that. Understand what allows you to understand. Right. Because it's just too much. Oh my goodness, bro. The brain, It's like, bro. it's like space, bro. Space I love, I love, crazy, bring, I love bringing this up, bro. Oh, the space. I want, I want you, I want our listeners, sit down. Close your eyes unless you're driving. And just think. That'd be bad. Think about space, right? Think, all right, you leave this planet. You keep going. And it never ends. Doesn't stop. There's nothing that we have ever encountered that doesn't end. But you know what? It doesn't start either. Exactly. There's, <laughs> oh, it's my, just, my, it my. doesn't, dude, you can't wrap your brain around. Because you say, okay, let's say space ends 500 million light years away, right? Boom, it ends. What's on the other side? Yeah, there's something. Something, you know, because everything, all right, we're in this room, right? This room ends at this wall, but on the other side, there's another wall. Yeah. So is there like another universe? Wow. But how many more does it go until it ends? And when it oh, ends, yeah. what's there? All right, because if we keep going from this room to room to room, and that's a house. Then outside the house, you just keep going until we run into another house. You got a house. yard, bro, and then you got another house, and then you got a city and a town and a boom, boom, boom. And, and then they wow. say, all right, maybe it's like a, it's a circle. Everything comes back, right? You go out one side and you just end up on the other. But there's got to be something. Is there the space of space? Dude, I bro, just blew my mind, blowing bro. my mind, bro. doesn't make any sense, bro. Wow. Are we just, are we a spec on a, like a, an alien shelf, like a, a science project? Well, you think about it. So like you've got like amoebas, for example. They have their own, their own thing going on. They're microscopic. They're anatomical. Ah, I see where you're going with right? this. Right? Horton hears the who. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, bro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oh, man. oh geez, I lost my. Uh, we got amoebas, Jose, <laughs> bro, and and to us, right? An amoeba, for example, they, there's colonies, there's biomes of of bacteria on our skin, and on us on on a, any given square inch of our skin, there's hundreds of thousands of little living things living there, right? right? 
But bro, what's to say that we are not an amoeba on dude. some ginormous dude's skin? We're we're nothing but oh wow, bro. Guy just has us in a bunch of little jars. Do you really want to get into that? Because, <laughs> because don't get me started with God, bro. Listen, what if oh God? <laughs> so like we have like terrariums, right? Right. God is God. God is good. God is great. God is enormous. I mean, God we basically could be built, God's terrarium. Well, we are God's yeah, terrarium. Yeah. It's a planet. Yeah, however yeah. you want to look at it. It's crazy. Just, uh, dude, we're so minute in this universe. We're nothing, bro. right? So incredibly minute. Nothing. <laughs> like, literally, it, bro. people just don't look outside of their, their little bubble of things to see how incredibly small we are. We cannot fathom the size of our sun, and our sun is one of the smallest right. in the galaxy, bro. And we can't even understand the size of our sun. Can, bro, the brain, bro. <laughs> it's crazy, <laughs> bro. I can't. Man. Um, yeah. The I, universe. I mean, the I'm, brain. I'm shocked right now. I, our brain is basically a universe. Well, that's... An, that's Okay, let's get into that real quick. Since we started with the brain, let's let's finish it off with the brain or continue with the brain. We're not, we're not even halfway through. So, <clears throat> dreaming, for example. I'm going to tell, tell you a fact about dreaming. Tell me. When do you, okay, so when you, when you dream, do you remember waking up, right? And you remember the dream vividly for a few seconds or minutes, right? Usually. When you do dream and yeah, I guess usually, right? Do you, have you ever, cause I have, have you ever connected the fact that you dream when you're woken up? For Mm. me, whenever I wake up naturally. My percentile of dreaming is less than when I'm woken up by either an alarm or someone. Right. When I'm woken up abruptly, I, I immediately remember a dream. Right. Right. Where wh- I read this stuff about how dreams, no matter how long they feel, right, they could feel like you were in a dream for ages, hours, days. Dreams occur in that moment when you are in between REM sleep and waking up. Mm-hmm. In those milliseconds, and it's literally, it won't even be a second. It's that, that moment of waking up where you open your eyes, you could have dreamt for what in your mind was 10 hours in one millisecond. How in Sam hell are you going <laughs> to tell me that you had hours go by in your brain and you felt them and lived them right. in a millisecond, bro? The brain is crazy, bro. Steve. And that's not all dreams. You can have REM dreams where it's your whole night, right? Mm-hmm. But some dreams occur in milliseconds. Mm-hmm. The whole dream. Yeah. What? That's crazy, bro. The br- just the, the, what, what the brain can do. I mean, like placebos. Yeah. 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 You know, we can trigger our brain. Or it's just the, our brain has so much influence on our body. Yeah. It's incredible. And, just, we, and we, just, we just don't have the ability to tap into that. Well, that's what I was going right. to say. We see it as tricking with like a placebo, but for example, a monk doesn't see it as tricking. They see it as ordering. Yeah. They can control well, the brain. That's what I was going to gonna say. If you, you know, you condition your brain um, to the point where, you know, there's people that are just, whatever happens to them, they are happy. Yeah, man. Right? Yeah. And they just have this, this mindset, this, this attitude that's, you know. An attitude of gratitude. Right? Attitude of gratitude. <laughs> right. Um, and usually it's connected to like spirituality, right? Mm -hmm. Um, but not always, you know, there are people out there that just find happiness in life. Yeah. Um, and there are people who find happiness in, 
you know, a creator, whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, our our brain, you know, it's just so much. Our brain is so significant in what happens in our bodies. Yeah. Um, it's well, crazy. If you become I mean, like depressed, it'll physically you you'll yeah. physically start to deteriorate. Yep. Um, I know there's there's, there's um, studies where they do they'll do things like they well hyp- hypnotism. That oh, stuff yeah. is crazy. Yeah, and very Dangerous. real. Yeah, by the way, it is. Yeah. A lot of people um, don't believe in it, but you know, uh, and you know, a lot of people very against it because it's very like spiritual. You well, know, not only that, you're, you're giving somebody into, access to your brain, bro. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, same thing why a lot of people against certain types of like meditation. Yeah, you know, because you're just opening up your mind to you know. God knows what. Exactly. Um, but yeah, they'll they'll you know they'll convince you that let's say this rod is hot. Right, mm-hmm. this rod is, you know, and that's it. You're one hundred percent convinced, and they touch you, and you'll feel, you yeah, know, pain, physical pain, but it's not hot. Yeah. Um, that's you know that's insane. And there's even studies where like they did it, and like they'll get blisters in those spots, you know, just because the brain, the, the brain automatic, you know, a blister is supposed to fills up with liquid. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it's the body's response to something hot, you yeah. know, burning. Um. And it just does it, you know. Um, so, yeah, it's just so much you can do with the mind. Um, the power of just the willpower. You think you can do it, you're probably yeah. more likely to do it. You can't. Well, there's a there's a barrier. There's a And that this happens with sleeplessness, like loss of sleep. It happens with exercise. It happens when you're in a war. It happens when you're in, in, in a physical situation. There's, there's, a, there's this wall that your body hits, right, mm. that is 100% physical. Right. That if you can mentally get over it, not only will you will it, you be able to continue, but you, the way you feel changes. You're right. extremely sore. You, you can't physically do anymore. And then if you hit that wall and you know how to push forward and keep going, things start to go away. And all of a sudden, you know, this whatever, this marathon doesn't feel too bad or whatever it may be. And, and when you, you know, you haven't slept in forever and you feel like you can't you can't wake up or you can't stay up and you can't stay up. If you were able to and you know how to like get over that wall, you can then function normally again as if you slept, you right. know, which is crazy. And then and then you get into things like adrenaline, for example, mm. like, you know, your brain can trigger the hormone to go out into your body. And all of a sudden, adrenaline, uh, adrenaline, <laughs> adrenaline, um, dude, you're a superhuman. Yeah. You know, if humans have tried to kind of harness that uh, synthetically and, you know, they've killed themselves because, yeah. you know, it's crazy, bro. I mean, at, at the same time, our brain knows a little bit better than we do, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, it just, and I mean, the trillions of little things it controls on the daily, right? That we're not, you know, our blood pressure, our heart yeah. rate, um, all the cells that are growing, you know, all the, the, the stuff coming into our cells, out of our cells, everything's, you know, um, like micromanaged by the brain. And, um, yeah, it's just, it's insane. There's no, there's no level that we can compare how much our brain works to like anything and nonstop. Yeah. All day, every day, every second night and day until you die. Yeah. Wow. Just like the heart. Cause like other organs have, have also difficult jobs. Right. But like the heart is one of the only organs that is like physically doing so much movement. You got your lungs as well and Mm -hmm. your uh, diaphragm that makes the lungs, you know, go up and down and whatever it may be. But um, your heart, man, it's like nonstop every single second of the day forever until you die. You know what I've thought about now that you bring up the heart? Um, 
I mean, rich people, right? If you got hearts. money, if you got money, you can make this happen. Right. Okay. You're 90 years old. Get the heart of a 20 year old that was just in an accident. Are you gonna live another 50 years? I think your brain also has like a like an expiration point. Like, it, but I think know. you could absolutely live much longer. Um, but you would need to replace so much because, like, okay, I've got my heart. I'm gonna have blood for the next whatever. Yeah, but yeah, the um, rest of your body is just falling. My liver is still falling apart, and my lungs still can't fully deflate. And and then right. the brain, man. Ultimately, I think if you even once you replace everything, mm-hmm. the brain is still it deteriorates. And that's right. why that like you know Walt Disney he froze himself. Um, to be unfrozen and attached to a new body when the technology allows, and that's great. And I hope it does happen. But like his brain is still gonna be however old he was when he died. Yeah. You know. Now I mean the brain is. It's like any other part of your body, it starts to break down. Yeah. You know, and um, people don't realize how many things hurt your brain. All right. Right. Because, you, you know, you think you say, all right, alcohol is going to mess up my liver. Right. Cocaine's going to mess up my heart or yeah. pretty much everything. Yeah. Um, you know, smoking is going to mess up my lungs. Right. But there's so much that affects the brain. Um, lack of sleep. You know, yeah. they're saying, you know, lack of sleep, the the less you sleep, the more the brain starts to eat itself. Wow. Right. Um, caffeine is a big thing. The way caffeine works and that it, it blocks, you know, what the I can't, I can't remember the technical names there. Um, right. But your brain has like these receptors. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, when they're filled up, they they tell your brain, you know, they tell your body you're not sleepy. Right. And as you get tired what comes into those receptors, you know, like goes away. Mm-hmm. Right. So basically caffeine can come in to those receptors. Right. And block. If, yeah. It fills up your brain. So your brain thinks that, Oh, you're not tired. You have all these, you know, um, I can't, I don't know how to explain it. Um, so the caffeine, you know, blocks the, re- the receptors, right. It fills them up basically. So your brain just thinks, okay, I have, you know, whatever it is I'm supposed to have. Yeah. So it doesn't necessarily give you as much energy. But it just, your brain doesn't think you're tired, right? Because your brain's like on a clock. Yeah. It says, okay, this much time you've been awake, they slowly start to release the hormone. And they say, all right, you're tired. If you drink caffeine, it fills that in, right? So your brain keeps going longer Isn't and longer. Is it melatonin? No, I don't think it's melatonin. I think your brain releases melatonin to go to sleep. Yeah, but this is like, it's like a diff- it's like a timer. It starts to let it go, right? And it just tells your body, all right, you have no more. It's time to go to sleep, so... You can replenish it. Right. But if you... Now, here's the tricky part. The more caffeine you drink, right? Whether it be coffee, energy drinks, whatever. It keeps filling up your brain, right? And your brain says, all right, this isn't right. Right? We're never... It's like you're never you're never sleepy. So your brain makes more receptors. Wow. Which is why people need to constantly be drinking more coffee. And gotcha. more coffee. Gotcha. And then what messes you up is that you stop drinking coffee, right? Mm-hmm. And you're, you can't move. Because yeah. now instead of having let's say five receptors in your brain that tell you to when you you know when you're empty you gotta go to sleep. Instead of having five, right? You've been drinking a Red Bull every day, a Monster every night, whatever, you know, a cup of coffee every day. You now have instead of five, you have twenty five. Yeah. Right. And each one of those makes you more tired. And your body can only fill five up. Exactly. So naturally. the rest of them are like. Right. Okay. So and it takes an extraordinary amount of time for your body to reset. Mm. that right so it's an insane amount of damage that it does to your brain um over like a relatively short amount of time yeah um 
which is why it's so hard for people to get off of coffee you know yeah and it's and they say it's extremely dangerous for like young people Mm -hmm. you know um you know and it doesn't even have to be that much caffeine right because just a little bit of it it comes in and it your brain just slowly makes more receptors yeah because it's saying all right you have too much energy right Mm -hmm. you have too much of whatever is you know keeping you awake so it makes more and it makes more and that's why people want them drinking just more and more and more and more and more for sure um so yeah it's a crazy it's a crazy thing but at the same time the placebo effect yeah bro i could drink a decaf oh yeah and i feel the same if i don't know it's decaf boom well because like your brain is fully controlled by hormones that it can or or your body can produce and it can tell your body to produce and like receptors and all these things so like if your brain it it takes it takes in a stimulus that mm-hmm. tells it to tell something to produce something, right? Right. So if you can get your brain to tell that something to produce something in some other way, then that's it. And then that stimulus, if you can believe, if you can get your brain to understand that what you're taking is that stimulus, even though it isn't, right? it'll continue the process. Yeah. And that's where the placebo comes in. Well, I mean, at this point, I, can, I mean, I'm always, I'm, I could sleep at any point, right? Okay. I don't have an issue falling asleep. Um, but I don't have an inner, an issue with like energy wise, right? If we're doing something physical, yeah, right. If we're, if we're sitting on the couch watching UFC, I'm going to get tired. I'm just going to, yeah. my body's going to be like, just go to sleep. I know. Right. But, uh, we could be out, you know, jet skiing all day long and I feel fine. Right. Yeah. It's not like I'm just physically tired. I just get sleepy easily. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you're nar- narcoleptic for the Very, very for the possible. I, very possible. Yeah. Um, but you know, and I'll drink coffee in the morning. Right. And I'll get it. It's just, I associate, and this is probably true in 90% of people of young people, at least mm-hmm. all these girls, I guess, Starbucks, right. When they wake up at like 11 o'clock, that you're not, you're not tired. Yeah. Right. Exactly. You don't, you just like coffee is associated with just pleasure. feeling productive. Yeah. Well, okay. And pleasure. Yeah. I got you. I yeah. love the taste of coffee. Yeah. Right. Um, and you just drink your coffee and you feel like you're going to be more productive. Yeah. It's, it's all it's a mental thing, mental. right? Yeah. Um, you know, it, so well, you, it's like music. Like you, you could be feeling down, right? You, you're feeling horrible by yourself or whatever it may be. You play the right song and you feel great. Yeah. And music is nothing. It's not physical. It does nothing. It does not connect with your body in any way, shape or form. It's impossible for it to. Right. Right. But well, you, you feel great. They talk about music subconsciously a lot oh my gosh, too. Yeah. Because I mean, that's another form of input. And that's like a deep form of input, right? Music mm-hmm. is super, you know, music gets you, it gets like deep in there. Yeah. Right. So, um, you grow up listening to like dark music. You just, just naturally mind. have a darker mind. Yeah. Right. You grow up listening to Christian hymns mm-hmm. and you just have a more spiritual mind. Yeah. Right. Um, and it's just the way your brain conditions. Your brain's like a muscle, you know? I think your brain is a muscle. You're probably right. <laughs> yeah. I'm um, serious. Hmm. Uh, yeah. I mean, you just work, whatever you work on mentally, that's just what your brain ends up being conditioned to. Yeah. Right. And at the same time, you can break a lot of mental barriers. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's not just like, like what I'm taking back to like free will. You can't just snap your head and be like, I don't want to do drugs anymore. Yeah. I don't want to, you know, drink soda every day. Right. It takes a, a 
very gradual change, mm-hmm. right? Or B, you have to have extreme willpower. Yeah. Right? Because there's people that do quit cold turkey. Yeah. Right? Um, but those are just mentally strong people. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, so, yeah, it's, you know, you can condition your brain to so many things. Um, but it's just some people just, they don't know how to do it. Right. Well, I think most people don't know how to do it. I think if we all knew how to do it or most people knew how to do it, we'd be so far further along. The issue is most people don't need to. Right. Um, just, most people just don't. They're not in the position that they have to like. Yeah, I got change you. their mind. Yeah. Right. That's why you that's why all these inspirational speakers. Right. Um, all these people we see on these like one minute, two minute videos on Twitter, mm-hmm. or Instagram, whatever. Look at me, how I changed my life. I just watched one. Um, I think Ray Allen posted it, right? About some guy. He's a, the only guy that's ever done the Green Ranger Academy. Like oh, the, okay. The, the, yeah. The, um, Navy SEALs. Green Beret. Green Beret? Yeah. Um, no, but it was Ranger. I, well, there's, I, a, there's a Ranger Academy. There's Green Berets. There's Navy SEALs. Okay, he did the Ranger Academy. Gotcha. Did the Navy SEALs. And he did the Air Force um, control tactical thing. Oh, the tactical control. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. only person to have done all three, right? Gotcha. Like gotten it through them. Um, right. And the dude was, I don't know what age exactly he got into the like into the military, but he was, you know, he said a bit of his background story. He was like twenty four, and he was like two hundred and something pounds. Yeah. You know, he was like a nobody. Mm-hmm. Right. And he just like he was just like he he said he found you know. He found inspiration in watching like Navy SEALs, you know, go through Hell Week and stuff. Yeah. Right. But he said he was like, you know, right now I'm no one. I'm nothing compared to, you know, like me and the person who I was, you know, 20 years ago. Completely different person. Right. Yeah. yeah. But he was at a point where, you know, he was like almost homeless. Mm -hmm. He was extremely overweight. He had no career, no school. Um. You know, he was put to the point where right, your brain just he yeah. pushed through, right? Yeah. And look at all he accomplished. Yeah, once right? again, pain and like failure is like the best motivator, right? But now, you know, people grow up. You know, people are staying in their parents' house longer and longer and longer, right? Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. Well, I, I think there's a lot wrong with that. <laughs> to a point, yeah, because yeah. there's people that they finish high school, and what do they do? They just yeah, they have no they have no aspiration. That's where it's a to start their problem. own life, right? Um, but then you, you know you have people that they can go to college, they can get a part time job, mm-hmm. or they can get no job. They can stay with their parents as long as they want, right? Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that gotcha. per se. You know, you don't why go through the struggle if you don't need to, mm-hmm. right? But there's people that go through the struggle, and those people are just mentally stronger. It yeah. either makes you stronger or it breaks you. I've always believed that that struggle is so necessary, bro. Like, yeah. bro, because, you know, I look at myself and, and I've been blessed with incredible parents. And, and I mean, we're not rich. Uh, far from it, actually. We, you know, but we get by. Right. right. Um, and I look at myself and I look at what times I've succeeded in my life and what times I've, I've felt higher. Not in any way, just, you know, physically mm-hmm. and mentally in a, in a height, in a, in a, in a, in a, what is it? The valleys in a peak rather than a right. valley, right? Yeah. Um, and I was either I was doing something that that I was struggling through, and I got through it. Right. And when have I felt in a valley when I'm just more comfortable? Right. You know, 
I came back from from when I moved away, for example. I was living alone, doing everything alone, cooking for myself. Uh, everything was alone, and, and I was working quite a demanding job. Like, maybe not physically so much. I wasn't, you know, lifting rocks or anything, but, like, time-wise mm-hmm. and, and just night, day, whatever it may be. Um, and I was I was going through a rough time, but yeah. I was so successful, and I felt so successful and mentally because of how much of a rough time that I was going through and I was getting through it, mm-hmm. I felt great. I felt in control. I felt powerful. It was great. You know, and then I come back, you know, through the circumstances, I end up back in my parents' house. I end up back comfortable where I don't have to get up and work if I didn't want to. Right. right. And for some time I didn't, there was a small amount of time where I didn't get back up and work. It was a couple of months where I didn't work. Right. And I wasn't doing anything. Right. And it was fine because my parents could take care of me. Mm-hmm. Right. And even though that was a more comfortable state than where I was six months ago, I felt so like unaccomplished. I felt like a wreck. I felt horrible right. about myself. Yeah. Right. So I think struggle is, is everything, man. You need when you some str- pressure. Absolutely. You know? When you have no pressure, you're, you're a blob, bro. Yeah. You know, um, and it's so many things, you know? Uh, yeah. Uh, we could take that, that point, just the struggle to so many different places in every single, in every single aspect of life. You need some sort of pressure to get by. You know what I'm thinking? Think, brother. Next podcast. Okay. The struggle. Boom, bro. See, we're we doing get, this. We can talk about the struggle all day long. I like what we're doing. I, I like this. I like this. I like Spiritually, this. Mm-hmm. mentally. Yes. You know, whether you, you believe in a higher power or you don't. doesn't matter what you believe, man. We all struggle. The struggle makes you stronger. Oh, yeah. The it struggle. either makes you stronger or it breaks you. I think. You make it or break. Oh, yeah. We're going to. I think. Are we going to. We're gonna finish this off, this podcast off, right? I think, yeah, I think, I we, think can, we can call it. I want to leave on this thought, right. you know, for the next podcast, right? Just like you said, the struggle makes you stronger. When you put metal, gold, whatever it may be, in a furnace, right, burns you up, right? It, it burns that, it burns that metal up. But mm-hmm. you come out, it's a sword. It's no longer mm-hmm. a bar, a bar or a block. It's a sword now. It's strong, but it had to go through a furnace, right? Right. The struggle makes you stronger. Bro. Mm. What yeah, doesn't yeah. kill you makes you strong. Heard that. Right. Yeah. Might be a song, actually. All right. If anyone, I mean, I think we should we should do a little uh, PSA. If you're having a struggle, find someone. Find a counselor, someone. a hotline. Social media, the Art of Living show on Instagram. You know, we answer we, DMs. We are here for you guys. You know, find the help. Um, We've all been through stuff. Oh, yeah, man. So, and don't feel bad about needing help, you know. Yeah. Because a lot of people feel bad about needing help and then they end up doing things that, you know, exactly. it's crazy things. Yeah. So, so, uh, so yeah, I think this is, I think, perfect place, man. Perfect place. This is us signing off. This is it. Y'all have a good one. God bless.